Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody. This is Howard Fox, and welcome to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Our guest today is Kellyanne McKnight. Now, Kellyanne is an author, speaker, master facilitator, and executive coach. She has a demonstrated history of working in the leadership development, performance improvement, career development, and coaching space. And she is the author of the recently released book, The Resilience Way, which is for people who want to overcome their struggles and build a life they truly desired. Kellyanne, welcome to the Success Insight Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Howard. Kellyanne, I am very excited to have you today on the podcast because the topic of overcoming struggles, living a life that we desire, and especially within the title, resilience, is so important because we're just faced with so many things out in our communities worldwide. And I was really attracted to that title and the work that you're doing is so very important. So share a little bit, if you can, about your background. Okay, so Howard, as you know, no big surprise, some of this, but I have a background for about the last 20 years in learning and development, working with large organizations and smaller, some not-for-profits. And what I've been doing mainly is leadership development, team development, and executive coaching. And that's been a wonderful world a gift to be able to work in that world and and have the impact that I've been able to have. But in my personal life, as I was building this career and managing everything else that's involved actually with four children and a family life as well, we were hit with the reality of a stage four cancer diagnosis in my, my husband at the time, who was 42 years old. The process then took us through a journey of love and loss and an experience that you wouldn't wish upon anyone. But on reflection, people kept saying to me over and over again, you've got to share what you've learned. You've got to share the experience and tell people what's happened to you and how it has sort of what what the learning was. So yeah, where I've ended up doing an awful lot of research into resilience because that was the piece that I knew was different. I knew it was the piece that my late husband, David, had in spades. He was an amazing model of resilience. And so after a couple of years of research and another year, a year and a half of writing, the book became what it is today, which is hopefully something that helps other people to see, as you said, what can we do to be more effective at handling the struggles and the challenges that we face in our lives? Because we all have them and they all look different and no one has the same struggles, but What are those common threads, those common skills and elements that we need in our lives to be able to handle things better? Sure. And a brilliant explanation for that. And can you share with our audience, when we talk about resilience, what does resilience mean from your lens? Yeah. So that's what I spent two years trying to figure out, talking to a lot of different people about their own struggles, what they've been through, and and talking to people who've really managed through some tough stuff about what it took to get through that. And there are models of resilience out there, and they all felt to me, and then the research supported, that they weren't complete, or many of them were missing pieces. And so in the end, after the research kind of came together, it was clear that 
that there were some common elements. And so now in the resilience way, that model includes things like emotional well-being. So understanding your own emotional state, taking care of your mental wellness, and looking at spirituality and how that can support you in your life in whatever way that makes sense to you. We look at supportive relationships. So building relationships that support you either because you're helping people or they're helping you. Personal clarity, which is around understanding yourself and where you're trying to get to in your life. Dynamic thinking, which is about being able to work through the problems that arise. Because once we have great ideas about where we want to go, we have to be able to problem solve our way to get there. And then the final piece is around physical health. So that's understanding how sleep, nutrition and exercise are critical in order for us to be able to do any of the other things. So that's really what that whole research project became. And then the book is really just a way of sharing that learning around what do we need in our lives to be able to be truly resilient. Thank you for that. You know, a couple things that just occurred to me as you were laying out this list of items that we need to be tuned into to understand and appreciate and for the sake of better words, grow our resilience or awareness of that resilience. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking the whole emotional intelligence, the EQ realm speaks about resilience. And one of the aspects of emotional intelligence that I always struggled with is it tended to take all of these varied elements of our personal development, professional development, and lumped it all into, okay, you're emotionally intelligent. Right. And what I always have felt is that each one of those items of competency around, if it is indeed a competency or if it's developmental versus a learned competency, is each one of those elements of which resilience is typically something that is measured. Is this person resilient or do I think somebody is resilient? It's an element of emotional intelligence. You've actually taken the effort to break down from your research that resilience comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes, so to speak. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so what's interesting about you bring up the EQ model, which many of us are familiar with, it's a great example of one that is great work and important understanding. But to me, in my own experience and in the experience of those that I interviewed, it wasn't all of the pieces. There were pieces missing that weren't covered in, in that. So to me, yeah, it's a great example of we need to be able to, and the other thing you said that was interesting, we talked about growing resilience and that's bang on, that when you talk to people who are resilient, they learned to be resilient. Some pieces might've been there from the get-go or maybe they've been there so long they haven't noticed that they developed them. They feel like they've always had them. But in any event, we can look at these pieces and say, well, where am I already good? Where am I doing this well and what are the pieces that are missing and we can develop our resilience in a very actionable way so what are you not including in your life today that you need to include and then we can go ahead and, and add those back in but yeah there's a lot of different pieces that i think create the, the sort of wholeness of resilience when you were conducting your research, was it qualitative, quantitative research? I mean, because I think from that, I think of, okay, master's degree, PhD, dissertation work. How did you find or set out to find individuals that 
would be open to having a conversation with you about resilience and what kind of surprised you from some of those conversations? So, yeah. So the research method was basically qualitative from the standpoint that I I did interviews and gathered stories. From those stories, then I was able to pull the data in terms of what was actually happening here and how does it fit with the resilience model. When you talk about surprises, there were a few. So the first surprise was that I didn't have to look very far to find amazing stories of resilience, that there were people not very far from me or not very difficult to get a hold of and get in touch with who have experienced things that most of us can't really imagine. So after a while, I got used to it. But at first, I was surprised at some of the stories that I was hearing. The other interesting thing that happened was that as I was talking to people, it was so easy to see the threads and the commonalities of what people needed to get through what they got through. And so the model just really proved itself through the process of talking to people. And then, of course, it lined up with my own personal experience because I started the journey with a couple of pretty good models of resilience. Certainly, my late husband was an amazing model of resilience. He was a truly resilient person. And I would have to say that I think I was learning resilience from him and developing my own resilience through the process. So all of those stories lined up. And then in the end, one of the interesting things that happened was I ended up with two stories that had to be in a book. So I I ended up with a story about spirituality that needed a way to be shared with the rest of the world. And I won't share too much. I I don't want to give away what's in the book, but another amazing story came from a woman who escaped North Vietnam after the Vietnam War and her story also. Uh, Those two became for me an incredible inspiration to make sure that they found a place where people could understand that people go through amazingly difficult journeys And if they have the right elements in place, they get through them with learning and growth. And it is, it's it's amazing to watch and hear those stories. Can you share a little more on the elements that are making up the resilience model? Sure. So I think of it as there's really five elements. So those are emotional well-being, supportive relationships, personal clarity, dynamic thinking, and physical health. And then each of those breaks down into three sub-factors. And so that's the level at which we can look at behavior. And that's the level at which we can start to look at what we're doing well and what we need to do differently in order to build up our resilience. They all have, I think, impact. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. Some of us will be great at helping other people, but not so good at having a clear vision of what we're trying to achieve. Some people are amazing at uh, incorporating exercise and healthy habits into their life, but may not have great understanding of, of their own self-awareness and emotional well-being. So there's no one, one way of putting this together, but if we can increase all of these things, then we're going to be better off. And that's the reason there's also a self-assessment that we built in order to help people understand where they are currently, because everyone's got some elements of this. And we get, it helps to understand where you are today and what you might want to think about developing in order to be able to handle the struggles that are coming. Or the other piece of this is we want to be ready for the struggles that we want to take on. 
And that's a critical piece as far as I'm concerned about the resilience way is this isn't preparing just for those tough times that might come along or that maybe you're in the middle of. It's as much about being ready to take on things that scare you that really are the pieces you really want in your life. So the goals you set for yourself that you wake up in the morning and you think, I can't do that. I'll never get there. Well, this is about preparing you to be able to do just that. So now that the book is out and I was on the the Amazon site, you're already getting some five-star reviews. In fact, one famous individual who you and I both know, and perhaps I'll let you share it. I'm not going to be the one that shares it. (laughs) I'm curious. Now the book is out, the webpage, which you'll share in just a minute. How are you envisioning putting this work into practice locally, the community, you know, wherever it resonates for Kelly M. McKnight to go and share this message. Uh, What are you doing for that? Oh, great question. So the next steps are are really not about selling books, to to be honest. I want this material and this content to help people. And so it seems to me that one of the key ways that I will be able to do that is to share it through speaking engagements, which are coming my way. And I'm very grateful for those. And also, I will be developing, we're in the process of developing learning content that will support this. So there will be workshops available in the near future. There will be opportunities for people to dive into this in an online way, but also in a in a face-to-face learning way. And I think that will be an amazing way for people to incorporate this into their lives. But that's really the direction I'm, I'm most excited about. Amazon rankings are fine, but at the end of the day, I love what I've learned about this. I love being able to help people incorporate this into their lives. So those are my next steps. That's wonderful. I mean, so many of the books you see, especially on Amazon, because it is much easier today to produce a book. It's easier in the sense I can produce a book to actually get the work done. That's a whole other story, another conversation. Right. What is unique about your book, it's intended to be consumed and put into practice versus my book was a, a an expensive business card. Right. <laughs> and so I totally appreciate the direction you're taking and the opportunity which you're sharing and gifting to the people who are going to be coming your way and talking about the importance of resilience. Now, before we leave Amazon for just a second, there, there's a particular review in there. I thought, hey, what the heck? We should probably give a shout out. This might sell a book. Who knows? Or <laughs> it'll say, hey, if he wrote it, this has got to be a good book and we need to learn more about the resilience way. Share some of the reviews. Okay. Well, so, and I don't have them memorized, certainly, but there have been some wonderful reviews on Amazon. I think the, the very first one that came in was the five-star review from Barry Posner, co-author of the Leadership Challenge. And there have been a number of really amazing pieces of feedback from folks in that Leadership Challenge community, and the support has been amazing. But Barry's review was great, and definitely, I loved, I think, in the last few words, he points out a key idea in the book, which is just be kind to yourself. So so I think that is really a, a key idea that I, I hope people will take from the book is, you know, we're going to work on all of these bits and pieces and try and get better. But at the same time, we're going to recognize that this is not easy stuff and we're going to struggle and sometimes have difficulty. And, and so, yeah, I love that Barry picked up on the idea that we're going to read it, use what we can, try it, make mistakes, and then be kind to ourselves. 
And I love this idea of being kind to yourself because even the five elements of your model, there, there is how I put it into practice and what I do. And, and that includes what I do for myself is along the way, that well-being, the relationships. Absolutely. And just a wonderful piece. In the last few moments of the podcast today, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, what's the best way to do that? So I think it would be to jump onto the website. So it's at www.theresiliencewaycom And from there, you can link to the self-assessment. So you can get a quick idea of what's in the model and how you're doing in terms of your strengths and opportunities for development. And you'll also get a sense of what the model is there. It's laid out for people to kind of start to think about. And you can also link to the book in the Amazon from there if that's of interest. So there's also, I, I hope, a useful blog. I, uh, I'm i trying to share and connect the model to real life and to the day-to-day things I'm noticing and running into. And so the blog is there as well as a learning opportunity. You know, it's very interesting. A number of our guests on the Success Insight podcast have been cancer survivors. And one, a Morteseski, wrote a book, a very big book, about the cancer survivors. And every chapter was a, highlighted a specific individual. And then the rest of the book was kind of like a DIY. If you have this issue, this is what each of these 18, 19 people, this is how they handle it. And so it was kind of like a DIY for anybody navigating cancer. An individual who, there was a young lady Young girl, amazing, 10 years old, wrote a book to celebrate her mom who had passed away from breast cancer. And thinking about the resilience way and the, and the model that you've put out is, you know, some of us have resilience and it perhaps it's just nature. Okay. It didn't have to get developed. It was just there. But then some type of event, just all of a sudden it presents itself and we never know the direction it's going to take. And so this book you have is a gift and truly for anybody that's having any type of struggle, this is a wonderful place to begin your resilience way journey. So totally appreciate you taking the time out of your day to share that with us. Oh, thanks for the opportunity, Howard. I'm more than happy to share it with anyone. And that was the goal when I wrote it was to put it out there so that it can help people to become more resilient. Fantastic. Thank you again for being on the podcast. Thank you. All right, folks. We've just been chatting with Kellyanne McKnight. She's an author, speaker, master facilitator, and executive coach. And she is the author of The Resilience Way, which is a book for people who want to overcome their struggles and build a life they truly desired. This wonderful book, it's available out on Amazon, and I'm sure you can get it in, in other stores as well, but do check it out. And this, I mean, for someone in the coaching profession, this does totally resonate. So I would encourage you, if you are also in leadership, development, education, healthcare, do check this book out. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and a conversation with Kelly. And until we chat again on the Success Insight Podcast, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there and have a phenomenal day. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.